0: Preach the gospel out in the street to the lost in hopes that God would save some.
1: Welcome to Connections with Rich and Bobby. Hi, this is Rich, Rich Homeris.
2: And I'm Bobby, Bobby Hamlin. And today we'd like to introduce you to Adam Albright, another fellow brother with a very interesting story. He's sharing how he's taking the gospel out into the highways and byways of life literally. This former professional boxer has now taken to the streets to share his faith. Now, Adam,
1: you have this interesting t-shirt on when I saw you. It said, Jeremiah Cry. What does
0: that mean? So Jeremiah Cry Ministries is primarily a street evangelism ministry where we seek to preach the gospel out in the street to the lost in hopes that god would save some to glorify himself ultimately so we have two main reasons that we go out and preach the gospel one is because we love god and we love our neighbor and those are our mandates to go out and preach the gospel christ told us to go and preach the gospel to every creature so we are trying to be as obedient to the word of god as we possibly can with the main focus on open-air evangelism on the street.
1: Now, when you think of uh, going out into the highways and byways of life into the street, that's a very difficult forum because uh, when you go to a church or a gathering, people are coming because they want to hear the Word of God. When you're out there in the street, people uh, react differently. How's that been for you?
0: Depending on the area, of course, we get different responses from people. Ultimately, we are just the voice. Some are watering, some are planting, but God is going to ultimately give the increase. So we go out to preach the gospel to the lost in hopes that God would save some. So we are encountering, at times can be a brutal war between the principalities and the rulers of the air. So we're there proclaiming truth in this world that is now turning toward relative truth. So we are proclaiming, Jesus Christ and Him crucified and to the lost, that can be an offense. So we're, we're not surprised to see people come against us in the sense that uh, they don't like to hear what we have, even though it's the most loving message that we can proclaim to people. Now, what is the message that you bring when you go out into the street? It's that Christ died to save sinners. Primarily it's the gospel. It's that Jesus Christ. He came into the flesh. He was he was God from eternity past and then he became a Human and he lived an entire life sin free. He went to the cross He died on the cross for sinners where he pulled the wrath of God upon himself for all those who would believe in him And then he rose again on the third day That is the gospel message that we preach to people that they can be saved and be made right with their creator their God their King But in the same time, we also have to hear what the people have to say, and we have to refute those things, because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge. And if we don't have the fear of God as our mindset of who God is, we cannot have our minds able to produce truth. We're just going to live in absurdity, according to the other worldviews that are out there.
1: Now, you mentioned dialogue. Uh, Do you give opportunity for two-way communication, or is it just one way where they hear what you have to say, but there's no um, opportunity for rebuttal or uh, questioning or
0: for uh, others to give input? Oh, absolutely. Uh, We're called to be fishers of men. That doesn't just mean uh, we're only going to be, you know, having one-way stream message. We're there to engage. Uh, we're there to reason with people. We're there as well to answer any questions that they may have, uh, because there are questions out there. There's there's also false beliefs and things regarding the Christian beliefs and faith, and so we, we're there to bat down that. Uh, you know, the Bible's clear that we're supposed to pull down every lofty argument that holds itself against Christ, against God, and His existence. So they might claim that they're an atheist, or they may claim that they have no faith, or they have no belief in God. And we can see clearly from the work, God's Word in Romans 1 that we're all without an excuse. We all know God exists. So we do get into those conversations. It, you know, the Word of God itself can be an offense to people. Uh, we don't want to be the offense. Uh, so we have to do this with gentleness and love as part of our mission as well. Now, do you do this as a team, or is it just a one-on-one? Uh, it can be anywhere from one-on-one to a team. Uh, I usually go out to uh, at a minimum in certain areas because it can become rather violent at times. But if we're moved by the Spirit, as Paul was moved, where we can't, we just have to go out and proclaim the gospel because we've been so provoked by the Holy Spirit to do so, we're, we're, we're going to do that. We're, we're going to be bold and we're going to hold to the truth of God's Word and we always have an opportunity everywhere we go. A dangerous prayer is to pray for opportunities because God is not gonna cease on that. For instance, I can't go to any type of mall or events or anything without looking around and seeing people that I know need to hear the truth of God's word, need to to hear the gospel. So constant prayer and battle of mind that I I see people and I need to think of them as who they are and constantly reminding myself that apart from Christ, I'm not any better than them. Yes,
1: as we're told in Romans 3, verse 10, that there is none righteous, no, not one. And we'll return to our visit with Adam Albright in just a moment. So stay with us.
2: You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to connect with you. Just go to our website at Connections with Rich and Bobby. That's all one word, and Bobby is spelled B-O-B-B-I dot com. That's Connections with Rich and Bobby dot com. And there you'll find all of our podcasts posted, along with all of our contact information.
1: Also, you can connect with us on social media by friending us on Facebook, post on Instagram, tweet us on Twitter, or listen to our program on Pandora.
2: Now let's return to our visit with Adam Albright, as he shares how he approaches people with the gospel in an open setting on the streets.
1: So when people do engage and want to uh, have discussion, do you think that that uh, brings in more that are curious to hear what you both
0: have to say? Absolutely. So one of the constant prayers that I have when I go out to proclaim the gospel, when any one of us go out to proclaim the gospel, I pray for two things. One of them is for other brothers and sisters in Christ to come up and give encouragement um so it is a battle out there and to see other brothers and sisters in christ to come and encourage you is is always a good thing and god always answers that prayer and the second thing i pray for believe it or not is a good heckler because a lot of the times a heckler will bring a crowd they'll draw a crowd because there is a back and forth going on and then the focus then shifts. It doesn't focus on the, the scoffers or the mockers. It, was, it will shift to the people, the bystanders that are hearing the gospel message in hopes that they will contemplate these things. Again, there's a seed that's being planted, and anyone who stands in here, and we have the promise that the Word of God will never return void. You know, uh, going forth into a public
1: setting like that uh, takes uh, you know, courage and boldness and uh, trust and faith How is that for you when you go forth, knowing that, uh,
0: okay, here we go? So a common thing that we hear amongst the the street evangelists is that uh, we go out dragging our feet, but we come back clicking our heels. And I can tell you, and I can attest to, that there are times that's exactly how it feels. But at the same sense, uh, we're called to be bold. We're called to be, uh, you know, not to fear men. You know, we, we are called to be the lights in this dark world. We know we're going into a dark world. You know, we know that those who want to live righteously will be persecuted for it in the sense that we have the promise and hope in christ i mean there's nothing better than to know that the people that may be coming against you are those the ones who are their conscience is being pricked it's being changed it's being hurt and that's the sense that they need to realize this that uh, apart from christ there's nothing there's no hope they're in outer darkness they're being deceived so um very interesting mindset going out there I, i used to be a a professional fighter. I used to go into a cage and I used to fight uh, before I became a Christian. So I understand the intensity behind going out to the battle and having that draw behind you, just sitting there and waiting to go. And so at the same time, as now when I go out to preach the gospel, I'm preparing myself. I'm in prayer. I'm asking to be filled in the spirit and to provide me the courage I need to, and to rest on him and not myself, but the rest in Christ so that we can, we can boldly proclaim the gospel to the lost and that they might be saved.
1: Now, what's your story going from uh, this fighter going out of the cage into another battlefield, so to speak? Uh, how did the Lord change your heart to commit you to uh, to do what you do, to go
0: out and to proclaim his word with joy and gladness? That's a great question. Uh, so uh, after that whole uh, time in my life where I was doing those things, I uh, I went to a church, and one particular man came and asked me, uh, let's go out and give out gospel tracks. And I thought to myself, you know what? That's right. You know, I'm a quote unquote Christian. I should be telling other people about Christ, right? So we went out, and uh, he stood up on a on a soapbox and started to read off of his track. and And I'm here, you know, nervous as anything, trying to hand out gospel tracks. Here's a guy who used to, you know, get into it the, like the toughest bras that you can probably get into. You know, just going back and forth with another man. But now. I'm in a spot where I'm nervous. I'm standing on a street trying to hand out something that is is the most important message that you could ever give to someone, and I'm nervous about it. I tell you what, I had some really deep conviction of this, and I was really intrigued about the whole evangelism mindset and why I wasn't feeling comfortable. There was something that just wasn't right. And I went back and watched a lot of online videos of not the Pelagian-style uh street preachers but really bold solid biblical and sound in their doctrine uh street uh, evangelists and i tell you what i was convicted from that not just that i wasn't doing that but the fact that i was never really a christian to begin with all my life raised in a christian home going to christian churches christian schools thinking i was good with the lord you know everything started to come back oh man all those times that I was saying I was a Christian yet I was going out into the world I was doing the things of the world going to the bars going to the clubs doing all these things that everyone else does what a waste how how much more uh, should I be pitied over most men out there and the worst of sinners like I I love to quote Paul on that and the worst of sinners and so from that just that one time going out just to hand out gospel tracts God broke me he he showed me my the, the true state of who I really was, a wicked sinner, and I needed to come to full understanding and repent and put my faith, truly put my faith in Christ. So that was the born-again moment for me. And ever since then, again, I told you, I, I can't go to a public place without breaking down over the people in their current state of sin. I need, there's an absolute necessity. Paul said, by necessity, we must go and preach the gospel So we, as uh, Christians, born-again Christians, we should feel that necessity to reach out to the lost, reach out in a bold sense. And the most biblical mandate, the most biblical sense, is an open-air evangelism aspect, where we're going out on the street corner, the highways and byways, like you said earlier, to proclaim Christ.
1: Oh yes, fulfilling Christ's mandate to go into all the world, which includes our own streets and neighborhoods. And we thank Adam Albright for sharing with us about how God is sending him forth and his challenge to all of us to do likewise.
2: Yes, and our thanks to Adam for his wonderful testimony of how we went from the boxing ring into the battlefields for the Lord. You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to have you subscribe to our podcast on this platform or on any of the others like Spotify, iTunes, or Google Play. It's all free.
1: Also, if you've missed a program or would like to hear the current one once again, or invite others to listen, just go to our website at Connections with Rich and Bobby, all one word and Bobby spelt with an I, dot com. That's connectionswithrichandbobby.com. Also, all of our contact information is there as well.
2: And if you have a smart speaker, you can also listen to us there. Just say Alexa, Siri, or Hey Google, play the current episode of the podcast Connections with Rich and Bobby. Also, you can listen to our podcast on Pandora.
1: And finally, you can connect with us on social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So do take a moment to let us know about you and about our program. This is Connections, connecting with one another as Romans 1 verse 12 says, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So thank you for listening. And remember, tell others and spread the word, God's word.
2: And we'll see you next time on Connections with Rich and Bobby.